0: How's it going everybody welcome back to 19 year old shrink this is will john grande today's episode is about how to get out of a creative rut much of our best ideas and accomplishments come from our own creativity because we're able to make something that is different than the norm and stand out amongst others and some people might be like well i'm not an artist or a musician or do anything remotely creative but that's not true we all have to show our creativity at some point When we're applying to jobs or internships and are writing a cover letter, we need to use our creativity to help send a message that is memorable and that drives home the point of why we should be hired. Or if you're writing an essay for class, you can't just write a bunch of random stuff, although we've all been there. But for essays that you really care about, it takes time to structure it in a cohesive and creative way. But there's always going to be times where we find ourselves in a creative rut. We realize that we have the most important speech coming up, or we have to put out new content, but nothing comes to mind. And because of this, we get discouraged, go on our phone, maybe watch TV, have to make important calls, quote unquote, and then make this tomorrow's problem. And then the next day, we sit in the same chair and pull the same crap, and it just becomes a vicious cycle. But I'll give you some tools that have helped strengthen my own creativity in my life so that you can do the same with yours. And the first thing that I do is go for a walk. And about a month ago, I just couldn't help but realize how many good ideas had come my way when I was on a walk and how much excitement I built because I had all these new creative ideas to apply to my life. Because of this, I wanted to see if there was a reason for this to happen. Why was going on a walk so helpful for my creativity? And I stumbled upon an article from The New Yorker. And the biggest takeaway was that the way we move our bodies facilitates the type of thoughts we have. So if you're running really fast, most of the time, you're going to want to listen to faster paced music. And if you're listening to faster paced music, chances are you're going to want to run faster. It also mentions the idea of hearing fast paced music in the car, you're more likely to step harder on the gas pedal and drive faster. We've all been there too. And in the case of walking, there's a feedback loop between our thoughts and the rhythm of our bodies, which isn't as simple to experience when running, driving, biking, etc. So when we pick up the pace walking or slowing down, our inner speech and thought processes are constantly being impacted by that. And since we're still moving, but don't have to put in as much conscious effort as opposed to other forms of exercise or work, our attention can go anywhere at once when we go walking. But make sure you're doing this without your phone in your pocket and also without anyone else with you. For me, the most effective times where this works is when all I'm focusing on is moving my legs, and observing my thoughts. When we incorporate our phone into the mix, there will be times where you realize, oh, I don't have anything to do or think about, and the phone will knock you off course. But you leave your phone back at home every time you have the urge you won't have that device to rely on. You'll go back to your thoughts. Same idea as environment design for building habits that I've discussed before. The mistakes aren't being made when you're eating bad food. The mistakes are being made by buying the bad food in the first place. It's very hard to overcome your environment, so you need to design it in a way that will guarantee success. So if you're looking to have a walk for creativity and you bring your phone with you and check it, the mistake isn't in you checking your phone. It's you bringing your phone with you in the first place. You designed your environment poorly, so you'll get poor results. And by being with another person, it will take the focus off your thoughts and your aspirations and bring in a whole nother person's perspective. This isn't to say don't go on walks with your friends, but if your motive is to have a self-reflective walk to boost creativity, the solo ones have always helped me more. Another creativity booster is legit. Stare at your wall or stare off into space for like 10 to 15 minutes and you might be like "Why, why not just like meditate at this point. Sometimes what I struggle with when I'm meditating is I actually put the pressure on myself to relax, ironically, I keep saying, relax, relax, relax. And if I'm not meeting expectations, I begin focusing on the fact that I'm not relaxing. Whereas with staring at a wall or staring off into space, in my experience, I'm able to relieve myself of expectation. And if you ever want to get to know yourself more, just stare off into space for 10 to 15 minutes and see where your thoughts wander. Most of us have an emotional home. And usually, If you give yourself enough time, you can understand a lot more about what is driving you. And in these times, still don't have your phone by your side and just let everything come in. And if meditation works for you, that's perfectly fine. There are specific moments where I use meditation and without it, I wouldn't be where I am now. But for creativity, this removes the expectation for me and I'm able to get even more in touch with my thoughts and how to turn them into something unique. Here's another one for lack in creativity. Look at your room around you. Is it messy? Is your desk messy? Well, if it is, just try cleaning it up or become a minimalist and remove some of the things that you don't really need. You know, some family members of mine always say a messy room causes a messy mind and they actually are really right. And some people, you know, walk into my room in LA and are like, what the hell you legit have like nothing in it. Like my room has a ledge near the window and I use that as my desk. And because I didn't have a desk chair, I'm literally using a foldable chair as my desk chair. And part of that is a real laziness of not wanting to go to the store and take the time out of my day to make my room more full. But I think another part that I sometimes don't realize is that I like being a minimalist. I have more space in my room and therefore I have more space in my head. Like some people find cleaning really therapeutic because a lot of times when people are in a funk, their heads are just clogged. And since they can't find a way to unclog their heads, they can unclog their rooms in house and as a result, you can unclog your mind. Now, what if you're facing a deadline? You were that person that procrastinated, like I said at the beginning, and you now have that 11.59 deadline, it's 9 p.m. and you need to think of something quickly. And you're like, I don't have time to go on one of your reflective walks, Will, or be staring at a wall for God knows how long. And what I would tell you first is, find your own techniques if those don't work for you. That's what I just do for myself. But second, very important, don't underestimate how quickly you can get on a rhythm. And this happens with me all the time where I have a deadline and I'm like, I just don't have the time to go do this. I can't go on a walk. I can't look at a wall. And then I keep spending time saying that and an hour goes by where I could have been going on that reflective walk, creating the very ideas that would fuel that essay. But instead I spent the last hour saying I couldn't do it and wasting even more time. And then I finally reach the tipping point and I go for a 15 minute walk and then the ideas start flowing. And the essay that I thought would take forever only took 45 minutes to write because I chose to take that time out to think. So the point being, it can sometimes be unattractive to do nothing when you're faced with a deadline. But sometimes choosing to do that actually gets you there faster. Sometimes fast is slow and slow is fast. There's another bumper sticker. And us believing that we can't do that and we have to constantly do, do, do is getting in the way of finding that creativity. So now, remember, you might not label yourself as a creative person but there have definitely been moments, I'm sure recently where you've had to use your creativity. And in those moments, listen to yourself and find what works for you. Maybe that's going for a walk or staring off into space for 10 to 15 minutes, but find that out for yourself. And if you're facing a deadline, don't underestimate the power of going slow because it actually can bring you results faster. So I hope you took a lot away from this, everyone. If you want to reach out to me, my Instagram page is 19 year old Trink podcast and WJG 23 is my personal page, but thank you so much everyone and have a great rest of your day. Take care.